previously on Ashes of the Order. On the planet Tofrin in the Christophsis system, Padawans Lahela and Rokti begin their first mission, aided by their master, Temrin Ka. They are to infiltrate a occupied village, seize a satellite tower from the Separatists, and find out why they want it so badly. While Republic forces cause a diversion, the young Jedi cut their way through B-1 battle droids and catch a glimpse of heroes Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Padme in action. Meanwhile, Admiral, the masked smuggler, acquires a ship, a ZH-95 Questor light freighter, from an arms dealer named Deckard. He also inherits a curious droid, QP-13, but they are left stranded on the airfield until the Padawans pass by. So, you see three Jedi hurrying up the street. Mm-hmm. Coast looks relatively clear. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, I'm going to see that there's there's no enemies. I, From my knowledge, <clears throat> Jedi aren't bad people. I obviously wouldn't want them to see me, because Jedi seeing a person stealing something might make them... <laughs> do they know you're stealing, though? No, you're well, that's true. I guess they wouldn't. Um, hopefully. But force and stuff kind of makes me wary. So I'd at least try to stay hidden um, and maybe try to head back to this, the, my ship. Unseen. Okay. Yeah, no one's paying attention to your area. Like, the ships have been yeah. abandoned. Um, like, there's no pilots left in there or anything. It's just just you and the airfield, basically, while the main force of the Jedi are going off to the west to fight the, mm-hmm. the battle, and the, these three Jedi are sneaking off to the north. So you try and take off, then? I would try to take off. Okay, so you tell QP to fire up the ship. Lahela and Rokti. 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 <laughs> and uh, Tamarin Ka, you're running up. You're at the street for a good 200 feet or so, approaching a city square. You can, you can see it ahead of you. And again, Tamarin pulls you aside to kind of explain the situation. The plaza ahead is a 50-foot diameter circle with a large fountain in the center. This is where the two anti-air turrets were hastily installed by the Separatists, which were the ones that were basically blasting you, trying to blast out of the skies you came down and forced you to land on the beach. You need to not only get past these turrets to like get to the tower but also to secure your way out of here at the end as you watch the square for a few moments you watch long enough to see that there's a b1 on each turret two b1 supervisor droids to supervise and four b1s patrolling that's basically what we're looking at now my shitty map that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it lets us know what's going on so that's, that's good it's enough to diagram what's going on the one turret is like blocking a road that would lead to the north east. There's open way to the northwest and the other turret is basically in front of that but not quite blocking that road. And basically these turrets don't like fully rotate. They only like cover that airspace like within like 180 degrees including the tower. So it's not that they can turn around and like blast you at ground level. They're anti-air turrets. Tamarin uh, lays all this out for you and she kind of sits back on her heels and smiles at the two of you. You've wanted to be on the battlefield for some time and now you have your wish. This is what battle looks like. What do you want to do? I'll defer to your judgment. And turrets can't shoot, like, deep on the ground. Yeah, Yeah, they're anti-air turrets. But we need to take them out. But there's four patrolling in between them? Yeah, there's four patrolling. And one supervising. One supervisor. One B1 supervisor droid. And one on each turret. Well, I feel like we need to take out the ground support first, because they'll get to us once they see us if we try to get those turrets out. But we need to get those turrets destroyed. So you think we should just go for the four? To start with, and then take the turrets out after. Okay. (laughs) All right, so um, after they agree, then they're going to look for at their master, like, uh, briefly, and uh, then Lahela is going to just start uh, charging forward, lightsaber drawn. To go I was saying, are they on the other side of the fountain? Like, it's just open, a fountain, they're on the other side. So, like, 
the four would be kind of like patrolling e- e- equal distance around. Yeah, um, so I'm just saying take out all the ground support first. Yeah, there's nowhere we can really hide, so. Mm-hmm. Lahela will f- see whatever one is closest around for where they enter to and charge towards to attack. Okay, so we're going to do some initiative. She's basically getting a chance for a surprise round. So, uh. Actually, yeah, you know what? Okay, I'm going to say because you're going for the surprise round, I don't know how surprise functions in this game, and I'm not really caring at the moment. We'll just say that you get this chance to, like, do an attack first. Then we'll do initiative, and we'll go from initiative from there. Okay. But this is your chance to do a surprise attack. Okay. Should we have forewarning works? You should. And like I said, I think it's more for, like, ambushes and stuff, so that you know if something Mm -hmm. is about to happen. Yeah, and I figured out, because I know that my wounds are high right now, but I realize that I have things that I can take a strain instead, and I have, like, 13 strain, so I'm going to definitely be starting to use that. If you want to, like, recon that you took strain instead of those wounds, that's cool. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll play it up as I was... Because it was such a shock and surprise my first battle, like in real life, that I didn't, I, I didn't, it got careless and didn't use my force and channel it properly. Because yeah. they're passive ones, it's just that I just have to say that I do them, basically. Right. For this situation, like you guys would simply roll your cool, and my guys will roll their vigilance because they are getting caught off guard. Cool. Where was cool? What? How do we know about uh, cool? So, but cool now, is, it's just one of your. Cool is a, is a skill. Oh, okay. But that's thing? for after this round. So yeah. this is your surprise. Okay. So you get your okay. open attack. Which one are you attacking? Uh, whichever one was the closest, because you said they're kind of scattered around. So I'm guessing okay. the four that we would wait for them to come around. Yeah. To close to us. So it'll be one of the four. Yeah. That's marching. So like they're they're like going around separately. So there's like one. Yeah. So whichever whichever okay. one comes around the fountain okay. first towards us. Oh right. Because you are a short range kind of person. So okay. So we'll say that. The one you get is the closest, is number one. So roll an attack against uh, a B1 doofus. Two success. Two success. Clean. Okay, so you just, um, you, roll, you deal six damage and basically just destroy this thing. The B1 droids have soak four and wound threshold five. Your but lightsaber you negates the soak, soak mm-hmm. goes straight to the wounds, and deals six damage and enough to... Basically, you just shred through this thing. Surprise, motherfucker! How's that look? <laughs> um, so yeah, we would have been kind of just like... From the, the angleage of where they think we're in the fountain, we've been on the opposite ends. They wouldn't quite see us from around it. So then as he's walking past us, I would have then come up from behind him and then literally same idea, just a flurry of lightsaber technique of the Nimian style specifically and uh, just chopped his head clean off. Cool. So one's out. And that was the closest one. Now the other B ones would be basically at the cardinal points around the fountain. Like you've just taken out like, well, we'll call it the nine o'clock guy. Okay. Rock T, what, uh, what do you want to do? Now I want to go for B1 tail. B1 too. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to charge left, passing Lahela. I'm just going to be like, I'll take left and go towards him. Cool. So I just, he have one of these guys. And uh, one purple. Because they'd be over yeah, right now. Yeah, they yeah. know. Would they be? Because I would move the same time she does. You'd be like, you've been moving at the same time. So like, as she's doing that, like. Flurry of bullshit. Like you're running up side by side, basically. I would say this. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm she's attacking going as she splits. Going yeah, like you just keep running. So this guy's okay. still unawares. I'll, I'll give you no purple in on this one. The next time we'll have purples. Plus, I feel bad because you have, like, no lightsabers. <laughs> no lightsaber skills. Two success. Two success. Two success. Uh, yeah, Two success. you pack through number two as well. Can I can I say that as, like, I cut through him, I also, like, slide to get closer to the bottom of the turret? Like, I keep the movement? I like that. Yeah, we'll go with that. So now we'll do initiative. So I need everybody. I'm going to include you in this, Admiral, since you're flying. If you're trying to, like, take off at the same time. So, yeah. Okay, so I need everyone to roll a cool check. What do we Adam, use for that? It's cool. your presence. It's your skill. Yeah, I know, I know that. And it's your presence. PR is your presence. PR. Okay. And we are looking for the number of successes. Okay. Two successes, one advantage. Four successes. 
two successes that's and an advantage. Okay, so you both, you both tied on that play. Oh, it talks about how to, yeah. It talks yeah, so about tie goes to the advantage, but we got the same. Tie, yeah, so tie would go to the person with the most advantage, but you tied on that oh. as well. For the sake of this, normally I would like do a more fair thing, but like I'll have you come in later, just because okay. you're not there yet. Yeah. However, I'm also going to roll for Tamarin. And Tamarin gets one success, one advantage. Uh, one success, one advantage. Uh, and just presence of one, so one green die for the B1 on the turrets. No success. No success. And one advantage. Advantage. So the top one was, in, was generated by a player. Mm-hmm. So the first slot is a player. So here's the funny thing. The first floor slots were determined by players. So you get four player slots and then <laughs> the three NPCs. So that so... <laughs> really did not not end up well for the droids. Nope. Sorry, droids. Players and GM fill each initiative slot one at a time with a character turn. Or you get to choose as a team, like, who should act first. So, you're, he's best be known to us. We have no, we can't really plan for him. We can only plan for the for the for this team. So our master's behind us. She hasn't done fucking anything yet. In fact, I'm going to say that you're like... I'm, I'm just going to assign you to the fourth slot. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking you're, and, you're and closest... We're not to pay attention to our master. Like we're yeah, we're supposed to kind of do this and prove ourselves, right? She's going to do her own thing. Like Yeah, so I'm not too worried her. about her. So I'm thinking you should be going first because you're probably closest to the next one. Because now I have to go around I'm to the right. Of, I'm out of turret. Yeah, so let's see the picture again. So I feel like you should go first because you're at the turret to take out that guy. And then I'll go second to take out that guy. Okay. And then our can I can kill the guy in the turret? Yeah, you can attack. You the can, the but that's just going against what the original plan was. But I mean, you do you, bro. But we're disabled the turret effectively, so which might be helpful for things you don't don't know yet. Okay, so I'll I'll go first then. Yep, me second, master third then, because she probably wants to see where we're at before she would. Yeah, she's like she doesn't like, she's in charge up with you guys. Anyway, yeah, so like yeah, she'll probably make just sense that you guys are not for us. Force meditate while you do your thing. No, she's just gonna hang back and like. She's evaluating us. Yeah, she's evaluating us, seeing what we're doing. Okay, so I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, so I slid to the bottom turret. I'm gonna just, like, keep that momentum and, like, go around it and charge the the next guy. All right, so make your check. Um, yes, now that's purple. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a failure and a threat. Oof. We'll say that as you, like, run past the turret, they're aware of you now and, like... Mm the B1, like, dodges out of the way, like, he throws himself to the side mm. and, and, like, avoids, like, your your slash. La Hela. These names just roll off the tongue. What do you have? I have my two yellows, please. And a purple, I'm assuming. Yeah. Two successes, one triumph. No yeah, was... anything for bad. And you were going for... Uh, the other the other side. We're basically B1. splitting we're and then we're merging to get to the supervisor together okay. at the same yeah. time is our plan. But she fucked up around. How did I fuck that up? Oh, she a little bit. That's fine. She's she's distracted. <laughs> she's not as good as looking with a lightsaber. Yeah, I'm she's, not. Yeah, no, no she's a... she's more for supposed to be like that. Just you're more awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you're you have a lightsaber for show, basically. So I'm going to boost Rokti. Uh, Rokti. Whenever I whenever I do any assisting, you get two blue dice versus one mm-hmm. because I have packed instinct. Mm-hmm. It's very handy until she gets more lightsaber training. And then obviously, I feel like I kill him. With my two successes. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, so you, once again, I've just, I basically, as soon as I finished crushing that guy, I just went on the same. The flurries have not stopped. I just continue to wipe it through. All the while noticing that my co-partner is uh, suffering a little bit with her. She's, I can tell she's distracted by the force. There was a lot that happened with that whole Anakin right. situation. I can sense that in her. I, I then channel my packed instinct towards her. Okay. 
basically support. pushing you on even more to be like, get to her. <laughs> you're, you're supporting her with the force. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to help her channel essentially because yeah. I can sense that she's she's getting a bit scattered, which happens to poor Rockety quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so while you're doing that, Tamron calmly activates her, her lightsaber both sides and like jumps clear over the fountain because she's a badass and she's going to make an attack roll against the supervisor um, and that's going to be uh, three green and one yellow. Four successes, one failure, and an advantage. So three, so three, three, successes. three successes and an advantage. Okay, so the B1 supervisor droid has a little tougher, and it's not a minion either, so she, she does a critical injury. It's not going to automatically kill it. She charges over the, she jump, jumps over the fountain and, like, hacks into the into the supervisor and, like, scores the plating and stuff and, like, it makes it stagger backwards. But I'm going to use that advantage. You could do another critical injury. Yeah, I'm just thinking I might just do that. Yeah, how do critical injuries work? Mine doesn't just outright kill them. Because um, it says D100. Yeah, there's a chart. It goes up to 151, so... Each creature, or each critical injury a creep character suffers from, adds plus 10 to any subsequent creep critical injury check. Mm, which so is how you, you take, Say, like, when you took a critical injury now, if you took a check later on, you'd add 10 to when you right. checked it, so... Um, fuck, D100. Don't you have... Where's, where's your bag of dice? Hold on. There's an app for that. Roll 100-sided dice. It's 88. Okay. So that is com- uh, compromised. Compromised. Increased difficulty of low skill checks by one until the end of the encounter. So it's going to have extra d- uh, difficulty to anything it does. Uh, and that was the fourth player slot. And um, from the south, where you guys came from, you see a freighter flying by. Um, and it's not a Republic dropship, and it's not a Separatist ship. It's just it's brand spanking new. Like you kind of notice it like in the middle of the battle. Yeah, a non-commercial freighter, a personal freighter, I guess, for some rich person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a nice, it's a nice shiny new freighter. It just kind of flies through the airspace, um, and like the the turrets are kind of torn between like trying to like fight you guys off on the ground and like trying to like turn to shoot this thing at the sky. <laughs> Ultimately, like the B ones are kind of staying on the turrets for now. Mm-hmm. What do you do? <sighs> There's vehicle like. Like you can make combat. an attack. I yeah, guess. so if, yeah. You, if you saw that you there's to. lightsaber, if your if character wants to, because you're seeing character as well, but if you saw that there was Well, some Jedi, I think also more seeing the anti aircraft vehicles or turrets. You'd probably just do that attempt, to get away. A- attempt to fire at them just to. Yeah. So basically, like you saw the Jedi on the street, and you're like, okay, I won't take off anyways. You went back to the ship, you and Cupid took off and started heading to the north. And yeah. then you see these anti air turrets that neither one of you knew was there. Yeah. And like down below, you see the flash of lightsabers. Yeah. But there's also two turrets there, which you immediately recognize with your background yeah. that they're anti-air turrets. Yeah, so I would attempt to take out... Okay. Well, so... To protect my... My, my, my new prize. Yeah. Okay, so you have a ventral turret-mounted medium laser cannon. Yeah, so basically, like, you come around and, like, you see the turrets, and then yeah. I'm assuming you would just then run to a turret. <laughs> yeah. So what's our difficulty on this shot? Two. Because you're in a moving ship. Two successes and two advantage. Okay, so... So he's also going after silhouette, so it would be, what, one smaller that he's going after with the turret? These are, like, hastily assembled turrets. They're kind of ramshackle. Like, they just kind of threw them up. So I guess it depends on how big you think they are. Yeah. So, like, just you hitting it's going to destroy it. It's just, like, how much other... I know, but vehicle combat difficulty is... Yeah, is... there's difficulty checks to add to it based on how big something is for him to hit, because it's, like, the smallest thing is the harder it is for him to aim, right? So I'd say it's in the same ball- ballpark of, like, same size or one smaller, which are both two. So we're good for that. Um, cool. Like, so basically with that result, like, it was a clean hit. Yeah. You so, yeah. So then I, yeah, you should, do, like, you should do the performance. Okay. So you should swoop down down and swoop to get the other one. That makes total sense. Yeah, so I'll, I'll maneuver to try to head and aim for the, the second turret. Okay, 
So that's how he used your advantage. That's mm -hmm. how he used my advantage yeah. to try to get... Yeah, I'm getting back in line with the... Or aim back in line with the next one for my next turn. Okay, so to recap... Um, that disaster that just happened. No, so basically, while Temrin was hacking at the B2, B1 supervisor, before he came overhead, you, inside the ship, ran to a turret, were able to fire off your eventual cannon, mm -hmm. and uh, basically just snipe this turret, uh, which would be the... Probably the more farther one there, yeah, yeah. The northeast one. So that takes also out the B1 on it. Um, and it's, it's, it's a good, clean hit. Like, you mm -hmm. don't take, you don't damage the buildings, so you mm -hmm. don't hit the people on the ground, and... <laughs> um, so basically, like, you just came in and just save them by marking this turret. Well, not save them. They're handling themselves quite nicely. But at the same time, like, you made it easier for them, and you start to circle around again. Yeah. Um, however, now it is a, down to a enemy slot, uh, which will be the supervisor. It's going to fire its blaster rifle at Temrin, who is engaged with it. Okay, so it's two yellows and purple, I guess. So, engaged with ranged heavy plus two difficulty. Okay. So it's actually three purple. Oh, there you go. One success, two failures, so so it failed. Um, had three advantage, but two threat, so one advantage is all it has. So it fires at Temrin, but can't hit her because she's like dancing around it effectively with her double blade of lightsaber. However, it does get an advantage, which will be... I thought I only got an advantage, but hit. You still get the advantage. You still get the advantage. So okay. Like that's like in D&D, &D, like you either hit or you don't. Okay. This is like, you can miss, but still get an advantage. But I was going to say, I think also with a failure, there is a negative to the supervisor as well, because there's one net failure. So there's an advantage for the supervisor against... Tamron Ka, and there's a negative effect to the supervisor as well. So for the advantage, it's going to give a blue dice to the next allied active character's check. So the next B1 droid is going to get a boost. But then you guys get to pick a negative effect for the B1 supervisor. Ranged attack hits the character engaged with the target. So it says ranged attack hits character engaged with target. Engaged with target. So the target would be what he's shooting at, which would be Tamron Ka. Yeah, it would, have, it would have to be a hit itself, which makes no sense. So. Unless yeah. she shot it back with a lightsaber. She reflected it back. Okay, yeah, that works. So, tries yeah. to shoot at Temrin, but she dances around and like kind of knocks his last shot back into him with a lightsaber. Damage nine. So it's a soak. Mm. Uh, it's soak is four, so it still takes five damage, and basically the shot gets reflected back into it, and it explodes from the inside out. So Temrin has taken up the supervisor. Hey everybody, Chris here, just popping in mid-episode uh, the couple notes. Thank you for listening to episode two of Ashes of the Order. Um, it's been a fun project for, for all four of us, uh, learning a new game system and telling a story, getting into the heads of these characters and scenarios, and uh, we hope you're enjoying it. If you are enjoying it, please help us get the word out there. Sh share with your Star Wars friends, with your RPG-playing friends, and uh, help us get the word out. And also, we want your feedback. We want to know what we're doing well here, what you like about the episode so far, um, what you don't like, what you might want to see down the line, any advice from players if you if you are more familiar with these rules than we are. Let us know. Drop us a line. As I mentioned, uh, we're still learning the game, especially <laughs> in this episode. Um, you'll hear some blunders, probably, for those of you who are more familiar with the game than we are. But uh, the way we're doing this is we've recorded... Uh, about six episodes at this point they just need to be cut down and edited as we're rolling them out slowly kind of working ahead a little bit for those of you who haven't listened to the quarter portion podcast main show I have a baby due in uh, the start of december uh, and then all the craziness around the holidays and some other stuff coming up in january as well so trying to get a trying to get ahead of the ball here and have all these episodes 
at least recorded so I can edit them as I'm able to and roll them out on schedule. So starting from next episode, you'll start to see a better or more competency with the rules. Shortly longer episodes as I'll have to cut less <laughs> less rule blundering and more role-playing war story. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out on Friday, first of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, you still have time to get tickets for London Comic Con this weekend if you haven't already got yours. We are doing a panel at 3.30 on Saturday. That'll be myself, Pat from the main show, uh, Amy from Matches of the Order, and Jay from Nerdful Things, our, our friends and sponsor. We'll be talking about villains in Star Wars. Um, and that'll be on the second stage, which is upstairs at the London Convention Center. And then uh, be sure to drop by our booth as well. We'll be up on the second floor as well f- all weekend. We're situated between Nerdful Things, um, so look for the 3D printer. And we're also uh, next to the 501st and Rebel Legions. So look out for all the Star Wars cosplayers and you'll find us. Special thanks again to the Game Chamber on Dundas Street here in London. Um, the staff there has been super helpful in getting my hands on these books and uh, just chatting about the rules. And it was nice to talk to another DM about my... Uh, my blunders in these in this first session after the fact uh it's really reassuring great staff there great selection of star wars products and a big x-wing tournament coming up as well so check out them on facebook all right i'll let you get back to it um hope you're enjoying the episode and uh we'll see you again in three weeks one turret's gone supervisor's gone yeah supervisor's gone there's two v1s left yeah it's just the and the turret other turret yeah i think that makes the most sense for the uh non-turret v1 to do something. So it is going to make an attack against Rokti at the gauge rage. So it is two purple and two green. Three successes and three threats. Okay, so its damage is nine versus your soak. My soak's two. So it'd be seven wounds. Do you guys have means of mitigating that at all? Because like, you had the like the parry. Because I have I have two things. Oh, so that's have, your that's your thing. That I have parry and I have reflect. You don't have any of that. No. no. Okay. Yeah, because you are you don't have a lightsaber. Any light lightsaber stuff for me. Okay, so then yeah, you take the seven wounds, so three threats. Um, fall prone, or so he would go last now. Next Wait, next he round. He already last. Yeah, he's already he's second well, last. Second There's, last. Yeah, and he'll hopefully be dead fall before that happens. Prone. So he falls prone. <laughs> you guys kind of like wrestling almost essentially with it like his blaster and your lightsaber he also falls prone in the process or as he's falling backwards like he gets a lucky shot and that like clips through you so that's his turn turret guy is gonna try and probably since you're coming around the starship yeah. he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna hope that he doesn't get killed in the process by the people on the ground but he's going to try and shoot uh the ship i guess <laughs> Not prepared for airship combat. <laughs> Invasive maneuver. So two purple and two green. One success and one advantage. Okay, so he hits the shields on the ship. Um, mm-hmm. Well, just say because since I don't know if that would hit your shields or not, like kind of like hitting the shields and like being absorbed or not, or like yeah. if you can have shields. It tries to shoot uh, you as you roundabout, but it misses. Okay, so actually that brings us through all the NPC slots. We're back up to the first player slot. Whoever wants to. Which yeah, probably, probably you, because you are uh, engaged with that one guy that's prone now. So please do, please do something. You have two blue dice. I'm just trying to see if I go for the prone guy or go for the turret that's behind me, because it did just shoot at a ship. But you I... also got shot by the other B1 droid that's fallen prone. That's true. So all right, okay. So I'm gonna just attack him. Um, he's prone, so I'm guessing I don't get a negative. Yeah, no. I'm so gonna it's call green it and two blue. It's a B1 who just fall down. It's no challenge. One success, two advantage. 
Cool. So you uh, will successfully hack into this thing. And uh, it's a, a What would you like three. to do with your two advantages? Uh, you suffered a strain, so you could probably remove a strain. Yeah, you can recover a strain. That's only one, though. Can I use that? Even... Yeah. You can yeah. use it twice if you have more than two strain. Yeah, or you could do that, that and then add a blue dice. Blue dice. Am I to... killing it with my hit? Oh, yeah. 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 Then, yeah, I'll recover a strain, and then I'll add a blue dice to the next ally, Amy. Okay. Next player slot. So this is the next ally, so that'd be the next ally turn, but I think it would make more sense for, because I'm not engaged in anything right now, probably makes sense for you to go next. Sure. I'd so you that. get the blue dice then. Okay. I also uh, forgot to give the blue dice to the other. Oh, we did forget to give the blue dice to the other guy. The B1. Well, he hit anyway, so it's fine. Then we'll just kind of like run across the, the plaza, just slice into the turret. One yellow and three green, plus this blue and a purple. Uh, two oh, successes, geez. two successes, five advantage, and a triumph. Cool. So she kills the guy in the turret. <laughs> um, she just like all five, one critical injury on the turret. <laughs> yeah. Like, she just like hacks away at it. Well, she swings her saber through and like does the cool spiral thing on it. So not not only cuts the droid in half, but also like. Destroys all the machinery that he's sitting at. Mm-hmm. Like it disables the turret. Disables it without like actually destroying the turret. Yeah. Whereas the other one was blown into a crater. Um, so you clear the encounter. Go Dean. And then I fire at the Jedi down below and try to kill them. <laughs> yeah. oh. Um, oh god. Well, you guys have just seen like an uh, a ship that's got no identi- like no identification. Mm-hmm. Like it's clearly not on either side. Uh, we'll fly overhead and help you out. And you, Admiral, have just cleared. Bull. Like you know the one turret's out and like you see flash of two lit orange lightsaber blades mm-hmm. cut through this thing and like the turret just stops moving so you know the other one's disabled yeah and you're just gonna go in your merry way there's really no reason for me to stop so I don't necessarily trust the Jedi so, so but I don't, necessarily, I don't necessarily dislike them but okay so you with help from your mysterious ally have taken the square and Temrin shuts down her lightsaber and uh and she gives you like a rare, genuine, heartfelt smile. Not she's never not been like cold and distant to you, but she's always been detached a little bit uh, because you are a Jedi and you're not the touchy feely type. But there are moments like this one in the past where she has uh, shown you a bit of genuine affection and says, "Congratulations! I'm very proud of how you handled yourselves. Only a little bit of blood. Good job, Battle Ones." <laughs> Thank you, Master. <laughs> For more information on the show, please follow the Quarter Portion Podcast on social media. Check us out on Patreon and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else podcasts are free. Until next time, may the Force be with you. This has been a Kyber Club production. Do you have a vision for a cosplay prop, novelty item, or other project, but don't know how to make it without breaking the bank? Nerdful Things has you covered. Ontario's 3D printing experts are committed to quality and affordability. They can forge everything from convention-friendly prop weapons to masks and helmets to small embellishments like belt buckles or pauldrons. You might even find a unique nerdy gift for friends. Check out their gallery and request a quote at www.nerdfulthings3d.com.